astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Swick, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Hey. We are at the end of January here, and we are ready to start talking about the lunar eclipse that is approaching. Now, granted, it doesn't happen until March 25th, but mom and me are both advocates that you can feel this energy up to 90 days in advance. It's interesting because me personally, in my chart, Mm -hmm. I feel like the eclipses always happen on the day. Like I've had some very significant, like I quit my job, like Mm -hmm. I left a partner, like on the day. And so when I'm talking to clients and I'm like, I know to say 90 days in advance, I see clients go through it 90 days in advance, but some people I feel like are more sensitive to the actual date. I don't know if it's my full moon thing in my chart where, oh, it's activating the moon and the sun on that day. So it's a little bit stronger, but March 25th. So mark your calendars. You could already be feeling it at this point because we are gosh, two months out. Yeah. So yeah, two months it's going to be, it's done. It's over. So to me, there's always some signs. And again, I don't want to get into your personal story unless you want to share anything, but you probably knew you probably had some big clues that happened 60 days beforehand about your job, you know, uh, about the relationship. You had some clues, but there was a breaking point or a clarity point or something. And so many times when we're dealing with our clients, they're coming to us, they're kind of thinking something might be going on, right? right? Many times they're considering already making a big choice or decision. They're just looking for some more insight on that. True. And, and we have both are already seeing storylines coming through our clients, of course, that look like, yeah, that's the eclipse at work already. Right. I saw a TikTok about um, Princess Kate and uh, King Charles III, both yeah. in the hospital. And it's like, oh, it must yeah. be eclipse season. <laughs> you know, there's been so much focus on Pluto moving into Aquarius that sometimes it's hard to remember all the other things that are happening just because that is such a big topic right now. And I know a lot of people are feeling that shift. I've gotten a lot of text messages and readings based off of what is going on right now, mm-hmm. but eclipse season and the Royal family plays into the storylines. Such an, so classic. It's a classic thing. And again, you have to realize, I mean, they were a mega empire at some point, right? So the lunar eclipses generally evoke or generate stories about upsets in the world leaders or their competency gets questioned under this energy someone shows a weakness and sometimes it's personal stuff oh one of the leaders is getting a divorce or they have a scandal going on associated with them but of course when we get around democracies oftentimes people can be toppled they can lose their power they can lose elections Mm-hmm. So there's a clarification about who's still standing, 
And again, that's, you know, we know lunar eclipses happen for sure twice a year. And sometimes we have three of them, but regularly we have twice, twice a year. So it's not like we see world leaders topple right and left continually, but it's a testing point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're coming up on one, you know, right now. Right. Well, and it's also interesting. I mean, I think a lot of people have questioned Biden and Trump and just maybe their age and what yes. capacity they can handle things in. But it is also interesting just this past week, a lot of talk about Biden's mental uh, capacity, um, right. even Trump's mental capacity with the mix ups over who he was blaming for January 6th. Right. So exactly. It just seems it's more amplified under this energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lunar eclipse does get a bad rap. I mean, you know, I, I don't, people are not, af- I'm going to say they're not as afraid of much of a solar eclipse, but the lunar eclipse. Um, and again, uh, maybe it's the idea of the darkness, so to speak. And then the now, no, now we see, now we see what we didn't see before. Mm-hmm. But the lunar eclipse is associated with a full moon, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that that there's no doubt we can see every bit of the moon that we possibly can. There's no coverage, there's no shadow on it. So it represents the truth coming out. You know, that whole myth about, oh, there's a full moon out tonight, the crazies are gonna be out. Mm -hmm. No, it's really, I perceive it this way that, oh, you just see the crazy. You see the crazy about somebody. It's been there all along, now you see the truth. This Mm -hmm. is, you know. So anyhow, uh, uh, there is a quality though of final answer to the eclipses, but the lunar eclipses in particular. Oftentimes, whatever goes down in that window, you just never really come back from. You can go a new direction, obviously, uh, but the idea of it's hard to erase. It's hard to go back to where you were before the lunar eclipse. Yeah. So um, if you have your chart or you know your chart, this eclipse is happening at five degrees of Libra. So mm-hmm. of course, um, we will give the birthdays of the people that we think will be the most affected based on just their sun sign. But of course, if you know your chart, if you have a cusp at that, if you have a personal planet at that um, degree, there will be obviously more interpretations that you can go a little bit deeper with. But today we're going to run through all 12 of the signs and talk about how it will affect the signs based on the sun. And, and to get real specific about that, if you're a Libra born around September 28th, and by that I would give you several days before and a couple days after. So this is maybe a, a cluster of like six days. If you're born in that time period, yeah, this is going to be a particularly strong eclipse for you. But also if you were born around March 26th, our Aries, uh, again, put that uh, orb around that date, this is particularly strong. We could go to our cancers, particularly those born around the 27th of June, very strong. And of course, our Capricorns who are born around December 28th. Mm-hmm. So basically, these are the early, early degrees of the cardinal signs that I've just mentioned here. So um, you might be a more, your, your storyline might be a little more pronounced or it might be more significant. Absolutely. Well, and so we're going to run through all 12 of the signs, but we should also just mention that because this eclipse is happening in Libra, maybe some of the overarching themes to this eclipse would be, who are you in partnership with? Mm -hmm. So that can be relationships, but that can be contractual relationships as well. Who do I work for? What is my title? What is my pay? 
you know, you might be reconsidering those things. And it could be some sense of maybe some themes about justice or maybe even karma. Fairness. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Fairness. Oh, fairness. Absolutely. This idea that maybe a wrong has been righted in a, in a different sort of way than you might have expected. It, it's going to level the playing field a little more. Absolutely. So why don't we start with Libra since it is happening in the sign of Libra? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. This could also apply for Libra rising as well. Right, right. And we're going to lump, we're going to do the opposing signs together. Libra, and then we're going to talk about Aries. Then we'll move on to Scorpio and we'll talk about Taurus. Then there's a reason for it. And I encourage you, if you're a Libra, you might want to listen to the Aries as well. And Aries, you might want to listen to the Libra because uh, we're talking about, because it's a Libra is always about partnership. So we've chosen to pair up every sign with their mate, so to speak, right? Yes. I like and that. So there could be a blending of the interpretation. So for Libras or Libra rising, it's putting a big focus on you and your identity. So there mm -hmm. can be a rebirthing that's happening in regards to outdated habits, outdated social connections, um, or even more focus on the physical body. You might be saying, I can no longer do that. I have to put a stop to that. I'm going to say addiction, but whatever that is, the sugar, the alcohol, something that you feel like maybe has been done in excess and you're saying, I need to pull back. And, and the, here's a case oftentimes where the body starts talking to you. It starts telling you. So this could be, oh, I'm in charge. I've made this decision. Or the body could be saying, you know, you can't do that anymore. And so it can be very symptom related. Yeah. For Aries or Aries rising, this is kind of like a double one about relationships and partnerships, but I do think it's really big about who are you in partnership with, getting clarity around relationships, um, or the idea of going into new relationships that you think will, I think, support you maybe from a financial standpoint. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the Aries could certainly be questioning also uh, things of status. Do I buy this? Do I not buy this? Is this important? Does this have value to me? So there could be something tying in uh, a financial edge to some of the decisions that Aries needs to make. And of course, this would be good. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter, you might actually, they might actually be looking at their, you know, looking at a bank balance and really, oh, being sobered by what they're seeing or getting the go-ahead that, yes, you're doing well, you can do this. So oftentimes there is a turning point about how money is being handled as well, which we don't think of necessarily. It's tied, this uh, eclipse is tied to the seventh house of Aries, and we think of love and romance, which you hit on very beautifully, but there oftentimes is something about status, something of status, and to indulge or not to indulge. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Scorpio and Taurus. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for Scorpios, um, and this can be for rising as well, uh, Scorpios, it's activating that 12th house. And so this can put a big focus on mental health and anything behind the scenes. So when we talk about behind the scenes, of course, that can be anything that you do that really isn't in that public light. So addressing things that... Oh, mental health, just um, addressing things that we haven't 
given the proper attention to, cleaning out closets, going through old memories. There can be a big sense of just mental clarity. Yeah, and there can just be more focus on therapeutic activities, asking also, why not? Why do I do it this way? Why have I defaulted to this? There's a lot of questioning taking place with Scorpius. I am one. Uh, I, I think I, I would say that I can feel that energy. Uh, and it is this idea of, look, what limitations have you put on yourself? Hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I had a client tell me something this week about something she was doing, and it just resonated so strongly with me about, yeah, wow, I, I could be doing that. I could do, you know what I mean? It was a, a break. It was almost like a mental gymnastics experience that I've, I thought there are options out there that I have not considered. So Scorpios are maybe looking at what's held them back or what's contained them or what they just didn't consider outside the box. I like that. And then for Taurus or Taurus rising, big focus on work. You mm-hmm. might be um, taking on a new role where you are teaching or training or coaching. Of course, you might also be putting a big focus work on a big focus on just cleaning up the paperwork, filling out forms. Um, this would be a big one if you were going into any sort of contracts or filling out the paperwork. Oh, hopefully I'll get that position. Hopefully I'll get that gig. I think there's also a great sensitivity for Taurus to maybe assess, uh, particularly what I'm going to say are unequal relationships, unequal. So that can be several things in a work scenario. It can be uh, I'm smarter than they are uh, or they make more money than I do. So there's things where you might be very interested in rectifying that or uh, proving yourself to a higher level. And also, hopefully, of course, in the ideal world, you would be get chosen you would get picked you would have a, a change a redefinition of the role you're playing uh, in the work environment that would elevate you up yeah i agree with that taurus about um identifying unequal relationships and i think that pulls really into that scorpio interpretation about kind of doing the behind the scenes work where you're assessing or mm-hmm. kind of going down not like tit for tat but kind of yeah assessing like, well, how many times has that person reached out to me this year? How many times did I feel great after I left a conversation with that person? Mm -hmm. And then reassessing those relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Next, let's talk about Sagittarius and Gemini. Mm -hmm. So for Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, uh, there could be a sense of leaving the group, leaving the team, leaving the neighborhood. Doesn't mean that it's worse, like that it's something worse, but you might be saying, oh, I no longer work in that area. I work with this team, or I used to work every day with this person and now I'm solo. So there should be a readjustment of who that core group is that you hang out with kind of on a daily or weekly basis. And the redefining the role that they're playing in this group. Um, I might say there could be some technical meltdowns. There could be a lot of focus on new systems of thought, kind of resetting. I certainly hope no one crashes, so to speak, technically. But yeah, those are the concerns there about having to adapt sometimes to all these processes or protocols or, you know, it comes down to some software that is not performing up to speed. Yeah, just learning a new system. Oh, I no longer use that system. Now it's this system. Right. Uh, this this area of the chart can also put some focus on the family about needing to go down memory lane, needing to honor the past. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So there can be maybe some family concerns as well under that. Yeah, it can pull you back to your childhood memories. It can pull you back to talking to an old friend, uh, going home for a family reunion, all those, anything like I said, that's the word, pulls you back into where you came from. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Gemini or Gemini rising. Mm -hmm. Um, This puts a big focus on, I I think it puts a lot of focus on like your ego, how you're presenting yourself. So Uh, You might be really focused right now on your wardrobe or your closet. You might Mm -hmm. be saying, I no longer want to identify with that look. So you could be elevating your look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think there could be, uh, and this again would be on the really positive side, the higher end, would be to discover one of your traits. You know, learning a new word that perfectly captures what your strength is. We all kind of grasp for words to describe ourselves. What do you do? What are you known for? What do you specialize in? What's your best quality? This is an energy with the um, uh, full moon effect. There should be some spotlight shown on that on Gemini's about what is their skill? What are they bringing to the table? And so out of it, there can be a moniker, you know, oh, the IT guy right? Even they're not in IT, they're the smartest person in the room about IT. So they get to be known as the IT guy. So just an example of it, but sometimes a moniker can kind of hang off of what this skill is. They also might be resigning from a stage or a platform, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's a title, whether, oh, I no longer teach there, oh, I no longer host my website on that platform. And if you, if a, if you have children and you're a Gemini, there might be more focus on the first child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on a romantic area as well, there can be a lot of clarity in relationships under this area, and particularly on the romantic side of relationships. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Aquarius and Leo. Mm-hmm. So um, Aquarius or Aquarius rising, it's hitting that ninth house. So this puts a big focus on travel, of course. Um, but And you're an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. Um, but when we talk about the idea of because I'm just reading our notes, like lunar eclipse is usually the ending, you know? So it's like, well, is it the ending of travel? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But I I think that there might be even like a reconsideration of what your knowledge is. Am I, am I using the knowledge that I have to the best of my ability? So you might be reworking how you're using your smarts, or you might be going back to the drawing board and saying, do I need to learn something new? Oh, you know what? And that thing about, it, I wouldn't say, and again, Kate's got travel plans. She just has made them recently, right? Maybe three weeks ago already. Uh, and uh, no, I wouldn't say it's the end of travel. It's the last trip, something of that nature. But I would say that maybe maybe you've always wanted to go back there, Thailand, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you wanted to go back there. We went together uh, some years back. Uh, but the idea of completing, completing a yearning, completing a need of some sort. And many times this is very intangible stuff about why do I feel like I need to go back there? What did I didn't do that I need, that I want to do with the experience I thought I was going to have and I didn't have? So it could be completion in that regard, particularly since you're going back to some place that, again, you can't say you went to every part of Thailand when you were there. You didn't, you, right? We had no. a very- no, and I, I've been twice. I've been twice because I also went after me and you went together. Um, but it is interesting because I was traveling quite a bit there for several years. I think I was like thirty-seven countries or something in two and a half years. 
And then mm-hmm. COVID, well, then I got into a new relationship and then COVID hit. And I'm like, when are we going to get back to travel? So the idea, and I've done some small things. I've done Ireland and I've done um, Virgin Islands, but I feel like this is like, I feel like I'm back on the map. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what, that's where it gets that negative, that lunar, oh, the ending of something, something is over. Well, it's like a new chapter always is implied. If something's done, what's the next step? Where are we going to go from here? And the idea, maybe this is reopening the door back to that whole uh, whole area. Anyhow, other things that you might be thinking about is education. Mm-hmm. Maybe aware that, I, you know what, I've, I've uh, maxed out. I need to add something more. I need to go refresh my language. I need to learn about something more current, hip. Uh, you know, so this can be a spur. Uh, for some people, oh, they may be graduating, they're wrapping up, they're taking their last course in a series to get a license or to get a, you know, a badge or whatever. Uh, so some people could be completing one side of it, but now they're going on and going to use those skills in, in more of a professional way. And if there's any Aquariuses that are in the legal system or, or the legal process, that yeah. March 25th date would be a good one to watch out for, for kind of the ending, hopefully, of yeah. legal Yes, yes, yes. All the facts on the table. Yeah. Um, and then within talking about Aquarius, of course, we have to talk about Leo or Leo rising. Um, so again, you might pull from some of those Aquarius examples, but also yes. there might be more focus on what does that daily routine look like for Leos? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So again, if you were really used to a structured thing, you might be saying, oh, I have to take some additional time off or I'm going to be working from home. So my daily routine looks a little bit different. And sometimes too, this can be children's schedules change. So then of course my schedule changes. It doesn't have to say, oh, something bad's going to happen in your life and your schedule is going to change. It can just be that, okay, that's my routine. My schedule no longer looks like that. Right. Yes. The the end of that. And sometimes it's because of what somebody else does. Oh, okay, I don't have the sitter that I used to have. So now I can't do this always like I have done it. Now I have to rearrange my day. This is not uh, a, a terrible thing, I agree. But there could be a lot of focus on cars, if there's a, particularly if there's any major car transactions going on, transportation issues. And there could be a lot of focus on a sibling, a sibling or a cousin, someone that you care for that, you know, oh, I need to cover, I need to help, I, this is, affects me. Yeah, that, that's very possible. Leo's also might be thinking about where their licenses sit. So again, mm-hmm. that we could easily talk about, are they expired? Are you renewing it? But of course you might be saying, I no longer, I don't need to carry that license anymore. Or yeah. maybe you want to add another license or certificate to mm-hmm. your books. Mm-hmm. Next, we're going to talk about Pisces and Virgo. So for Pisces or Pisces rising, uh, this puts a big focus on money. So the idea of security and maybe sensing, I know I need to let this go because I can feel like something better is going to come. Yeah. A symbolic death, a symbolic death. I'm, I'm not going back there. I'm not going to continue this. I'm selling something because I'm done with it. So the, that interpretation of endings would be very supported for Pisces at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I might say though there could be this could be a real honest look at finances, particularly at partners' finances, or looking at retirement monies, looking at things that are maybe not 
obvious from the surface. Sometimes this does involve literally looking at the bank statement, looking at the bill coming in the mail. Uh, so there's a reality check here. Uh, of course, if you're a good man money manager, this could be, yes, I'm qualified, I'm stamped, I'm gonna get the loan that I want, I qualify. Uh, and in the work world, yeah, maybe I'm gonna step up. Maybe I am management material. Maybe I can move to that next run. So this is kind of, it's like uh, some examining, I would say that you're examining what's been happening and out of it drawing some significant conclusions. I'm a good money manager or I'm not a good money manager or my partner is tr truthful and I can trust him or, oh, hey, they've, I've caught him in a couple of lies. You're, you're sifting through, you're detect, doing detective work. Um, I'm a Pisces rising. Um, oh, oh, one, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, no, I'm just, um, one, it's been fun looking at obviously my bank accounts this week because the stock yeah. market is doing really well. Right. I think we're on day five of a high here, but, right. um, I've been thinking about it for years about pulling out of my Northwestern mutual account mm -hmm. and just managing my own money. So they don't take the fees right. yes, and right. it seems like such a daunting thing, but yeah. just this last week, not even putting the astrology together with it. I've been like, just do it. Send the email. I know it's awkward because you feel like they're oh, going to yeah. take it personally. And I know it oh, affects right. their check, but I'm like, just do it. So again, just a very simplistic example where it, it doesn't feel like, oh, that's going to life changing. If anything, it should be better in the end. And it's kind of, it's not fun. It's daunting, but just a very simplistic example of what other Pisces or Pisces rising might be. Yeah. And I like the fact you said there's a little fear factor in it, a little bit of fear factor. Well, it's what's That's held me in it for so long because, yeah, yeah the oh yeah, you're going to hurt the feelings or. Yeah. Well, I, here's a side story. I was always, and I shouldn't say envious, but you had a very um, uh, fun, uh, kind of personal relationship with the, the the woman that was managing your money. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I've never had that with anyone managing my money that I like to talk to them, that they're fun, that type of thing. And I thought, oh, that was so sweet. And that goes way back, you know, like years, decades that you've been with her. So I understand this is a big deal, yeah. but it fits in perfectly. I didn't realize that was going on. Well, I didn't either until I just put it together. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going on, but I wasn't connecting it to the astrology piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next, let's talk about Virgo or Virgo mm -hmm. rising. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the money aspect is the money things that we just talked about could apply yeah. to yeah. you as well, yeah. but there might even be more focus on signing contracts. It's very supportive of negotiations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also puts a big focus on the emotional side, like the emotional fulfillment of relationships. So mm -hmm. we talked about money and money provides security. Of course, I think most people would agree with that, but mm -hmm. relationships also provide a great deal of security. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have someone I can call. If something happens, I know I could lean on them. So mm -hmm. they might be, of course, reassessing relationships, partnerships, who's there for me. Right. Oh, yeah. Trust? Basic stuff here. Plumbers, mm -hmm. carpenters, uh, painters, uh, landscapers. You know, we have relationships with these people uh, who serve us, who help us out when we're in need. And, and this is a testing window. Mm -hmm. they, are, are they as good as I think they are? Yeah. In the past, you know. Right. So it's not just sexual partnerships, it's best friends, but like mom even said, like contracted work where you say, Oh yeah, I know I can leave my painter at home. He always does a great job. And maybe you say, Oh, I don't know. The last few times I 
right. had to supervise or it wasn't right. the way that I wanted to. So reassessing yeah. those partnerships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, uh, those Virgos could be reassessing just uh, real estate in general. It might be a time that they come to realize, oh, this is the time to sell. Oh, I need to get out of this. I need to, uh, you know, I need to really get serious about buying something. There's an awakening there oftentimes about the homestead, the homestead, your stability. Yeah. And then the last two that we'll talk about are Capricorn and Cancer. Mm -hmm. And so for Capricorns or Capricorn rising, this puts a big focus on your public reputation. So of course it can right. be a little bit un unexpected developments, but is there some sort of ending with your job title, your responsibilities? I no longer manage that department. Um, I would think it might be more public what you're doing than maybe some of the other ones that we've talked about. And public in the sense that this is how people refer to you, mm -hmm. uh, information that other people know before you know, even sometimes. this The fear here with it, for Capricorns would be, am I going to be eclipsed? Is something, am I being blindsided? Is really someone else getting the promotion and not me? Okay, that would be being eclipsed. But it can also be leapfrogging over somebody else. Oh, I'm going to go start my own company. I'm going to, you know... Uh, do the special project and you know when it looks like somebody else should get it so this is a, an interesting one I would think with Capricorns I think there may be uh, it, because it's visible it's not a matter of oh I'm disappointed but I'm keeping my smiley face on this is oftentimes where people want to comment they talk about it you know there's a this whole discussion going on yeah of course this can bring um, more focus on to the home as well so breaking news around the, about the home, homing issues, maintenance, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're finally going to tear the carpet up, yeah. <laughs> some sort of ending, something that uh, will no longer continue. Yeah. And then lastly, we have cancer or cancer rising. Mm -hmm. So it puts a big focus on the home. How are you using the home? What office do you sit in? What does your desk look like? can be just very simple about how you're using the space or who else is in your space. Yeah, it can be easily about your elders, concern for elders, or let's assume elders have passed, parents, grandparents. Maybe now I want to pull out these pictures. I want to frame one. I want to do some project with one of these images. I want to hand something down to the next generation. I want to talk family stories. So this can get sentimental. Mm -hmm. It can have cause reason that we're going to gather together. Now, formally, like an occasion, we're getting together, we're all going to be talking, all family members are going to be in the same room together, or sometimes it's kind of happenstance, I talked to my brother yesterday, I'm talking to my sister tomorrow, I'm going to visit my aunt this next weekend. So sometimes we can just all of a sudden cram a lot of family into the picture. But I must say, oftentimes there may be some reason that you're, there's something to, emotional to share. Hmm with family members. Absolutely. Or too, like we said, there can be outside influences that it affects you where, oh, partner changed job. So now yeah. we're penny pinching <laughs> a little bit because we want to make sure that they get past their 90 days or maybe they're taking a pay decrease. So it can also be things that happen to other people within the home that just has an effect on you. 
you know, just what you just said, that penny pinching, oh yeah, we're doing, you were doing dinners at home now, you know, because we're saving some money to prepare ourselves to go through this transition a little smoother. But it is about your stability. It's about a sense of security. So you're very sensitive to those things that are rattling your security. And if you're perceptive, you might be uh, being conservative under this energy because you don't know what, how something is going to turn out. So it's a, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Well, that concludes our talk today on the lunar eclipse. Again, it's happening at five degrees of Libra. So if you know your chart, look to see if you have anything personal that's sitting there. It doesn't happen until March 25th, but of course it's not too early to start seeing maybe the signs of what is to come. Or of course, sometimes people even have their major breakthroughs prior to that date. So we look forward to talking to you next week on my birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. To keep in touch with mom and me, feel free to follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Swick, or to visit our websites, visit mom's website at maryswick.com or my website at kateswick.com.